guys, today I'm going to read Chapter 9 of the Boxcar Children, a new violin. So here I go. After supper, a few days later, the children sat resting on the doorway of the barn. Listen, said Violet suddenly. Since Violet never said suddenly, everyone looked at her in surprise and listened. Listen. Then she heard the sound then they heard a sound of a violin. Who can it be? asked Philo. Let's find out, said Henry. Watch ran right to Captain Daniel's hut, and the four children followed. There sat Joe in the doorway, playing a real violin. They did not stop when he saw uh, he did not stop when he saw the children. They started at him and watched stared at him and watched his fingers fly as he played a very fast piece. When Joe finished, Benny said, I didn't know you had a violin. Oh, please play it again. When did you learn to play? cried Violet. How did you hold it just a minute? Just a minute. Jesse and Henry were too surprised to speak. This was not at all like Violet. When Joe handed, handed the violin to her, Violet took it and put it under her chin. Play something, said Joe. Oh, I can't play it, said Violet. I'd just like to hold it a minute under my chin. Do you mind, Joe? No, no, said Joe. But don't you want me to show you how I play it? Not now, said Violet. You, you play some more. She gave the violin back as if she had played one all her life. Joe did play some more. First a slow little piece, then a, and then a faster one. But Jessie and Henry were now watching Joe. They were watching Violet. She stood without moving all the time Joe was playing. Joe was watching Violet too. He was sure she could learn to play well because she seemed to like the violin so much. When the family went back to the barn at last, they were all thinking of Joe's wonderful playing. That night, when Joe went to sleep, it seemed to her that Joe played such a sad piece that Violet cried. But when Jessie woke up, she knew that it was real crying that she heard, for Violet was crying softly. Jessie got up at once. What is the matter? she asked, falling on her knees beside Violet's bed. Why are you crying? I, I want to learn to play the violin, said Violet, starting to cry again. Oh, of course you shall, said Je Jessie. I know Grandfather could, will buy you a violin, and Joe can teach you how to play it. 
That's not, it's not bad, said Violet. You see, I want to practice, and it's so selfish to go off and practice all by myself when I ought to be helping. Henry came in with a flashlight. Oh my goodness, cried Jessie. What can I say? You can talk to Hen. You can, you talk to her, Henry. I heard most of it, said Henry. She thinks she's selfish to practice when we when we came down here to have a good time together. Is that it? That's just it, said Jessie. Now, Pilot, look here, said Henry. You couldn't be selfish if you tried. We all want you to learn how to play the violin. Most people don't even like to practice, you know. Henry's Henry's little talk with Violet made her feel better. Soon they were all talking again and even laughing a little. Shh, said Jessie. We better be quiet. We don't want to wake Benny. He would certainly howl. The children left Violet feeling happily again and thinking about the little violin her grandfather would surely buy for her. The next morning, Joe got Captain Daniel to tell to telephone Mr. Alden. He, Mr. Alden. He listened to the story and thought about his own beautiful violin, carefully packed away. But he said to Captain Daniel, certainly, Violet must have a violin. The only trouble is that I am too busy this morning to buy one for her. Joe thinks he could pick one out said Captain Daniel. His playing is just wonderful. That Joe is a very interesting man, replied Mr. Alden. I'll have a talk with him when I come over. Give him the money for the violin, Captain, and let him buy one if he thinks he can. Then Joe came back to the Alden Island with the little violin. Violet was waiting for him on the dock. Joe was sure that Violet could someday be a wonderful player, so he had bought her a fine violin. The rest of the family came flying down to see Joe had any luck. After they had seen the violin, Violet shut the box. I don't think it likes to be outdoors, she said. I don't think so either, agreed Joe. It let's take it to the hut, and I will give you your first lesson. I'll go with you, said Benny. No, you had better stay on the dock with us and fish, said Henry quickly. Are you going to fish? asked Benny. Yes. Said Henry, who had not thought of fishing until that very minute. Just think, Benny, we've been here by the ocean for a week and we haven't 
hasn't had a single fishing trip yet. Suddenly Henry found that he wanted to go fishing himself. You will find fishes and baits in an old box under the dock, cried Joe. Look was surely with Henry. He baited the hook with a clam. Then he let down a long line and gave the end to Benny. Almost at once, Benny began to yell and pull away on his line. Hand, ha, hand over hand. Good, cried Henry, when Benny finally landed the fish on the dock. <laughs> that, what a wonderful fisherman you are, Benny. Wait. I'll take it off to I'll I'll take it off the hook for you and put it on a string. That what a big one, said Jesse. Don't catch many more of those, Benny, or we'll be eating fish for a week. The children sat on the dock for a long time, but nothing happened. I wish I could catch one, said Jesse. Another fish like the one Benny caught, and we would have enough for dinner. And I know just how to bake them with with dressing. I'm getting tired of this, said Henry. I'm going to stop. I'm not, said Benny. My grandfather told me fishing takes lots of time. He did take you fishing once, didn't he? said Henry. I remember I wanted to go, but I had to do schoolwork. He told me that if I think I won't catch a fish, then I will catch one for sure. And so, when I do catch one, I'm surprised, said Benny. I see, said Henry, sitting down again. He tried his own line to the dock. He tied his own line to the dock. And because he really did not think he would get any fish, he looked out at the boats. Henry had just sat down when Benny shouted, Hey, hurry! You've got a fish! Don't you see your line pull? Benny jumped for Henry's line, and before anyone could help him, he pulled in another fish just like the first one. Oh, Jesse, isn't that something? They are two twins, I guess. I guess you're, you are a fisherman in this family. All right, said Henry. You and Grandfather, I don't even know where, when there is a fish on my own line. Henry put a string through the mouth of the other fish, and Benny carried them proudly home. Joe had, can clean them for me, said Benny. Oh, I can do that, said Benny. I can clean fish, even if I can't catch them. Cut them in half, Henry, will you? Called Jesse. 
I will go in the start. Uh, I will go in and start the dressing. He'll go in and start the dressing. Benny would not leave his twin fishes even for a minute. After Henry had watched them, Benny brought them to Jessie and stayed by her side while she put them in a pan. Jessie pe- Jessie peeled the dressing. Uh, Jessie peel- peeled the dressing made of bread, onions, melted butter, and set on four dishes of fish. I guess they will be good," said Benny. As the oven door shut, they sat by the oven with the dog until Jessie said that it was dinner time. Violet came in. She put her violin carefully away, but she did not talk about her lesson. What do, what do I smell? She cried. It's the twins," said Benny. They are in the oven baking. Twins? cried Violet. What does he mean? Jessie opened the oven door and took out the pan to show her. They're done. We can have. We can each have half a fish. She said, and Benny shall have the first because he caught them. She put the fish carefully on four plates. I wish Grandfather could see us eating our, your fish, Benny," said Henry. "You are a, a very good fisherman." "He's coming to visit us tomorrow," said Violet. "He telephoned to Captain Daniel, and he said said he would be over tomorrow." Of if it was all right, it's all right with me," cried Henry. "And me," said Jessie. "But what shall we have to eat? I suppose we ought to have some meat for dinner. I think Grandfather would like to eat just what we do," said Violet. "Maybe Grandfather and I could go fishing," said Benny. But we might not catch anything. Grandfather won't have time to go fishing," said. B- uh, "Go fishing, Benny," said Henry. "Let's have dinner from our own garden. Remember those vegetables we had in the boxcar days, Benny? Oh yes, little vegetables with melted butter," cried Henry. Uh, "Benny, let's have vegetables." That's a better idea. Then we'll be sure to have some dinner," said Jessie, laughing. That was chapter、uh, nine of the Boxcar Children. See you later, guys. See you later. See you later. See you later. See you later.